بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلام علی اشرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم وسلم تسلیم کثیر کثیر اپم آباد Today a friend of mine came to visit me and uh, he was talking about some other friend of ours who passed away. And he mentioned some things about him and he said, you know, we remember this, we, re- we remember that. I won't mention that because that has no meaning here. But the thought I want to share with you and also leave with you is one simple thing. What will you be remembered for? What will I be remembered for? When we are gone, what is the memory that we leave behind? And the reason I'm saying that is because this is not for somebody to remember and name and fame. This is our amal. What I will be remembered for is what I did. So what is it that I want to be remembered for? And that's a question to ask now because now we have a chance to do something about it. Let me share with you some uh, memories of people in this masjid who I knew. There was a brother here called Bilal. He was an African-American brother. Sheikh will remember him. Because he used to come to Sheikh for every little thing and he used to say, Sheikh, how did Rasulullah do this? How did he put on socks? How did Rasulullah eat? How did Rasulullah do this and that and that? He was in his 20s, the only Muslim in his family, there was nobody else. And one day he had a massive migraine. He used to drive a, a beat up old jeep, small jeep. He drove that to Bay State and collapsed. And they took him inside, he lived for about two or three days and died. There was some tumor in the brain or something. And his janaza we did here, this whole parking lot was full. And Sheikh on that day mentioned this. He said that this brother used to ask me about the sunnah of Rasulullah for every little thing. He was a big brother, he was a big, very big man, very heavy and very strong. One day in Sheikh's office, the, the, the big desk had to be moved. <laughs> Two, three or four of us could not move it. He, he said, move aside. He lifted it up and put it there. It was so big, alone. Memory. Now what I'm talking to you is about, at least about 23, 24 years ago. I can see his face till today. Two other brothers, Omar Akhtin, and Malham Borhat. Whenever I read or hear the hadith of Rasulullah of the seven who will be given shade under the arsh of Allah, Jalla Jalla, among them is one whose heart and who was connected and attached to the masjid. These two. I am witness and whoever knew them is witness. May Allah grant them that inshallah. The whole time, the whole time 
they would be in the masjid. The library was where the front part of the women's section, that was the library. They were like two pillars of the masjid. It's like asking, if I go to the masjid, will I see the door? It was like that. If I go to the masjid, will I see the member? Like that. Will I see Umar Yaktin? Yes. Will I see Malham? Yes. Huh? They did not, to, to my knowledge, they did not lead one single salah ever. Never did Imamat. Never did Khitabat. But this masjid, every stone is witness to Umar Yaktin and Malham Parat. Alhamdulillah, today when I see these brothers here, I say, Alhamdulillah, Allah sent successors to them. May Allah grant them also the same darajat. Memories. What will you leave behind? What will you be remembered for? Huh? My father was a physician, he was a surgeon. But what I remember about him is every single day around 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, we would hear the sound of the tap in the bathroom and we would hear those days, this is before plastics, there were no plastics. Can you imagine a world without plastics? Buckets were made of metal. And there was no running hot and cold water. So in the morning water was always cold. And you would hear the sound of the bucket being put on the ground. Blank. Because my father would wake up for tahajjat. His whole life. As far as I know he never missed tahajjat. Not one day. Never missed tahajjat. He would get up, he would pray. And then he would recite Quran and we would hear him. And today from whatever I know, I know his tajweed was not perfect. I know he made many mistakes in Makharij. But his connection with his Rab Jalla Jalalu. His Rab also knew, this man cannot pronounce my kalams properly, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because his heart is connected. And wherever I used to be in the world, I used to travel all over the place. If there was any problem, I would phone him. And I would tell him, please do dua for me. This is the problem. My brother, me, whoever was outside. And he would say, I will take them to he used to say, I will hold on to him. I will not let him go until he gives. Hey? Who? His Rab Jalla Jalla. Memories. My mother, when I used to go and visit her, she would say, Quran Sunao. 
She would say, recite some Quran. And I would recite, she would listen. And she had a right to do that because she taught me to read Quran. I was maybe three years old or four years old. She would sit with this big mum. He had this huge big musaf with a green background. And she would she would sit on the floor in the, with the rahal, the musaf open. And I would be running here, there, all over. She would call me. I would sit. I would come and sit. Then she would say, say, read. And she would teach me. And I would read maybe one line, maybe two lines. Then I would get up and run away. She would still be sitting there. She would not leave. She wouldn't call me also. So after I run away somewhere, then I would think, oh, mom is sitting there. Then I would come back again. She would not punish me. She would not say, don't run, don't play, nothing. She would be sitting there reading the Quran until I finish that one page. Whatever time it takes, one hour, two hours, whatever. She would not leave. She would sit there. She would not call me. She would not punish me if I came. She would not say, why did you run away? Nothing. After I'm a four-year-old kid, what's she going to ask me? Nothing. But she would make me make sure I read the Quran. And she would. then when I read, she used to say, read loudly. Let the, let the trees hear. Let the birds hear. They will bear witness for you. And she would tell me the stories of the Anbiya Alayhi Before I was maybe five or six years old, I knew every story of every Nabi in the Quran. Not as a class, but as a story. One day I remember I must have been about five years old or so or maybe less. There was a full moon. She called me, she took me outside, sat down, we sat on the step of the house. She said, look at that moon. How is it? I said, very beautiful. She said, how must be the one who created that moon? She said, we don't worship the moon. We come from a Hindu country, right? So she said, we don't worship the moon. We don't worship the sun. We worship the one who created the sun and the moon and everything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Memories. And that's what I want to ask you. What are the memories that you will leave behind? What are the memories that I will leave behind? And what are the memories that these children will think about when they think about us? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to fill our hearts with his noor, with rahmah, with barakah, with cover us, cover us with his mercy cover us with his forgiveness and to give us the sohbat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the jannah and to give us jannatul firdaus bi ghayri hisab wa sallallahu ala nabiyyil kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika Rabbana. Brother, we have a brother, one of the founders, he can only, Ulam Kali, one of the brothers who used to live with us.